Welcome to Mintel's Little Conversation podcast. Welcome to Mintel Little Conversation, where experts bring you fresh ideas and new perspectives on how consumers eat, drink, shop, groom, and think. I'm Dana Mackey, Research Director at Mintel. I'm here in Mintel's U.S. office based in Chicago. We're recording right after Cyber Monday on Wednesday, December the 4th. But before we took off in the U.S. for Thanksgiving break, we recorded some Black Friday and Cyber Monday predictions for this year. On today's episode, we're going to reveal the predictions and see if our analysts were right. But before we jump in, let's start with some quick introductions. Hi, I'm Alexis DeSalva. I'm the Senior uh, Retail and E-Commerce Analyst. Hi, I'm uh, Nick Carroll. I'm the Associate Director of Retail Research here in the UK. Hi, I'm Lirian Emke. I'm a Senior Digital Marketing Analyst. So the last time we were all together, Alexis made some what I thought were pretty bold predictions about when consumers would get the best Black Friday deals this year. So let's go. We're going to take the Wayback Machine and we're going to listen in to Alexis, her prediction from, I think this was November 19th when we all got together and made predictions. So let's listen what Alexis had to say. My prediction is that the best Black Friday deals will actually be available before Black Friday. The holiday season only has about 25 days this year between Thanksgiving and Christmas, which is shorter than normal. And as a result, retailers are introducing their deals earlier, giving previews of upcoming promotions on events like Singles Day and in the weekends prior to Thanksgiving. Knowing that consumers are already scoping out the savings and having time to shop during the holiday week, the best time to save and score great gifts and deals will not actually be on Black Friday alone, but earlier in the week when savings are available and inventory will actually be better. Okay, so listening back, Alexis, are you kicking yourself or are you thinking, are you patting yourself on the back? Like, this is a great prediction. What did you think? Did this turn out the way you expected? Well, first, I want your way back machine. I'm going to put that <laughs> on my Christmas list. Um, I didn't see that on any Black Friday deals. Um, I am giving myself, uh, I would say, a half pat on the back because many deals were, in fact, available to Black Friday, um, with some as early as Monday and Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So um, some of the retailers that we saw, their deals did change as the week progressed. So, for example, Target, they revealed their Black Friday deals a few days ahead. I believe it was Monday or Tuesday prior to prior to Black Friday. And then those deals evolved throughout the week. So there were special deals throughout the week teasing the Black Friday, and then there were different doorbusters that changed for Cyber Monday. Other retailers like J.Crew and Madewell, they offered their Black Friday deals, the discounts, I believe it was 50 off and 30 off respectively, ahead of and through the Thanksgiving weekend. So all in all, it really does look like the the early reveals of deals um, really had consumer shopping before Black Friday. Um, And I actually saw that the NRF had reported, um, NRF is the National Retail Federation, they reported that more than 50% of consumers said they're already done their holiday shopping, um, as opposed to last year, it was 44% had said that at the same point of the holiday season. So I want to point out, it doesn't mean that Black Friday and Cyber Monday are insignificant. In fact, Amazon is reporting a record sales day on Cyber Monday, outpacing last year, and I believe Prime Day as well. It just means that in the U.S., it's signaling the emphasis is moving away from a single day and more towards the whole week of Thanksgiving and that consumers now know that they can get those deals ahead of time and then avoid the headache of, you know, going into Thanksgiving or going into a store on Thanksgiving Day at 5 
o'clock or getting out of bed at six o'clock in the morning on Black Friday, it kind of loses the luster of that because they can kind of check them throughout the week. So I know we talk about, I think it's Christmas creep. Is that what they call it? Where <laughs> Christmas oh, yeah. is getting like early and earlier. Yeah. I mean, is this happening with Black Friday too? Now we're going to have all of those deals are going to start I don't want to say after Halloween, but are they going to start after Halloween? No, I think it depends on when the holiday falls. And um, I think we noted in the prediction that part of the the reasoning for this thought is that the holiday shopping season is six days shorter this year than last year. I mean, it's December 4th and we're talking about Thanksgiving, which was, you know, less than a week ago. So you really are u- losing almost a week of sales. So in theory, the retailers have to really think about talking about those those promotions and those gifting ideals ideas early. So that's why this year we really saw. I think Target and Walmart were doing Black Friday uh, early early sneak peeks, like the weekend after Halloween, like November seventh, that weekend. And I think it's because you're losing then what would normally be an extra week between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, I mean, in general, consumers know that they have more transparency at their fingertips, so they can kind of look online Monday, Tuesday while they're at work or at home before the holiday and then figure out if they want to go out or not or wait. Um, So it is changing a little bit, but it definitely has to do with when the holiday falls throughout the year. So I had another question specifically about Target. Um, As Alexis knows, I am quite a heavy (laughs) Target shopper. Uh, No, no, I'm a proud Target shopper. Uh, Do you think part of the reason they were really pushing these early deals was because they've just relaunched their loyalty program too? Do you think those things were tied together? They're doing this like, I want to say Target Circle is like their new loyalty program. Do you think they're trying to drive? Yeah, I I think they're definitely planning that. to align with each other. I think they launched that knowing that it would, you know, come in time for the holidays, knowing that it's a shorter season, that they're going to have to rethink maybe the strategy as opposed to the last few years because of the timing. Um, I also think Target did something really clever where on Black Friday, they were offering um, a dollar off coupon. They had like their percent off in their door busters, but then if you spent, I think it was if you spent $50 or more, then you got 20% off. Sorry, I got that inverted to come back later in December. So it's kind of a new way of thinking of offering a little bit of savings, but also making sure that that means you're going to come back. You're not just going to be in there for the deals and be gone. Um, but yeah, I do think that they are, a lot of retailers have to rethink that whole strategy for the year when they are start, when they start planning and seeing that the holiday is shorter, it falls later, um, things like that. But I think Target was interesting because they kept those, they kept that deal calendar, the deal cadence happening throughout the week, but they were changing it. So it wasn't like it was stale by the time it was the day that, you know, Black Friday or Cyber Monday was still interesting and exciting. Yeah. And I will say that even though I I did see like a lot of early promotions, they're still going. (laughs) Oh, I know. I got (laughs) no end. And that's the other thing that's interesting too, is because that Giving Tuesday was yesterday. So now we saw a lot of the, the Black Friday deals basically just extend it through the weekend. Yep. I would say that I saw for some retailers, um, some of the Black Friday deals that started ahead of Black Friday kind of for some ended 
on Black Friday, and then maybe they had a different discount going into the weekend ahead of Cyber Monday. Some that didn't start early kept the Black Friday going through Cyber Monday and either kept the same thing the whole time or changed at Cyber Monday. And then I saw that there were some that carried that Cyber Monday discount into yesterday because then they maybe coupled it with a, uh, some sort of proceeds to a certain organization or foundation for Giving Tuesday as well. So I think they maybe tailored the messaging, but the deal and the savings was essentially the same. Okay. So we were saying prediction. Correct. For correct. some. Yes. Correct. Okay. Round of applause, round of applause. Okay. Let's, let's move on to Nick's prediction because his prediction was a little bit different. It was about Black Friday backlash. Let's listen to what Nick had to say before Black Friday. And have twofold prediction. One, it'll be the biggest Black Friday yet in the UK. As Alexis said, it's the shortest lead up to um, Christmas we've had, at least since Amazon introduced the term uh, Black Friday to us in 2010. And obviously in the UK, we're uh, quite value conscious at the moment. Actually, the second part of my prediction is that we're going to see more retailers actually roam alternative sales around the event or outwardly protest the event. Um, perhaps giving rise or giving highlighting more ethical or charitable based uh, shopping behaviors in the lead up to the festive period. Okay, so Nick, what did you see in the way of Black Friday alternatives this year? Oh, sorry, you've just got to give me a moment for hearing myself over the microphone. That was awful. <laughs> um, so, in terms of uh, my prediction, I think I probably get about a half point on that. Um, so, I think. First and foremost, I think this was the biggest Black Friday the UK has ever seen uh, since Amazon sort of introduced it back in 2010. Um, as Alexis highlighted in her prediction, you know, all the factors were set up well for it to do well, being, you know, under four weeks till Christmas, um, after the, in the UK after the payday at the end of the month. And, you know, at the moment, the UK is quite value conscious. So all of that built into what looks to be the biggest uh, Black Friday yet. We won't know until our Office for National Statistics give us the full figures later in the month, but uh, some data from Barclaycard, which looks after about a third of payments in the UK, so that sales on the day itself are up 16.5%, and the likes of John Lewis here and Boohoo have said already that it was their biggest yet. However, you know, the second part of my prediction was about, you know, those protesting or not or all giving some alternative to Black Friday. And I think we did see that. So in terms of those that didn't get involved, they were the usual suspects here in the UK. So our second and third largest clothing retailers by market share, M&S and Primark, yet again, did not join in on the promotions. Um, and they, that's been a long standing, you know, position from them um the likes of next the biggest clothing retailer has had that position in the past but now is one of the biggest in terms of black friday uh, asda uh sort of says it doesn't get involved but it kind of does uh, because this year it had under the, the title roll black a promotional uh period across the week so essentially it did get involved and actually depending on your view of you know how Black Friday's impact in the UK retail sector, it was potentially disappointing that some, such as Fatface, who have in the past taken a stance and said, uh, here's our price promise, we're not going to discount until Christmas, did actually get involved this year. So all of that sounds like I've got the prediction horribly wrong. However, <laughs> um, there, are, there are some uh, good, well, good, uh, at least points for me in terms of the prediction. So I think 
we did see in Europe, it started in France uh, by an, a, uh, by a, a gentleman named Nicolas Raw. He's the founder of a French retailer, and I'm going to butcher the French language here, of Fuego, um, which is a retailer that has 500 points of sale in Europe. And the, their key USB is that for every product sold, they uh, plant a tree. So obviously an ethically minded and uh, ethically focused retailer, but they, uh, or indeed uh, Nicholas did, he uh, started a collective uh, dubbed Make Friday Green Again, and that has mm. some questionable associations, but mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, started a campaign in that area, and that actually brought together over 450 clothing brands and retailers across Europe, most of them smaller, most of them up and coming, independent, usually with some kind of sustainability message. Uh, But they joined in together, um, refusing to discount on Black Friday and actually encouraging on the day itself their customers to sort through, uh, resell and recycle old clothes. So there was a real strong message there of, you know, um, consumption and the impact in terms of uh, consumerism on the environment. You know, it's uh, certainly a hot topic at the moment uh, with, you know, global protests and that type of thing. And that was something we saw across the sector. So you had other people who not necessarily aligned with this, but did similar things. So uh, the ethically minded Swedish brand Asket, which is uh, growing particularly in the UK and whose name literally translates as a person who does without extravagance and abundance. So you can see where their messaging is. Uh, they ran the campaign on social uh, on socials on Black Friday that I thought was funny that uh, they did a big sort of good news uh, today for one day only you can buy our products at the exact same price you can any other day. Um, which you know, uh, got them a bit of attention. And then you have, you know, in Beauty, Dyson, you know, who own the brand The Ordinary, closed all of its stores and websites on Black Friday itself and instead uh, offered up a 23% discount after the event, you know, essentially targeting the idea of rushing out and the sort of hyper-consumerism, as they call it, that uh, Black Friday can bring. Um, and then you had more big charitable organizations like Greenpeace that ran pieces around, you know, the impact that Black Friday has on consumerism and the impact of the planet. So I think in general, I think my prediction, I'll give myself half a point, but unless uh, Alexis or Laren, you have any, you know, examples from across the pond, which will allow me to get the other half uh, of people not getting involved. Um, but I'm not sure if you've seen anything around that area. I came across yeah. something. I came across something interesting on Black Friday. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Everlane. That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh my gosh. I am so sorry, (laughs) Alexis. I have another one, so that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm a big fan of Everlane, and Everlane is known as being a very transparent company and very environmentally friendly. Um, And I saw that on Black Friday, they did not they did not push any deals whatsoever. Instead, they had a partnership with, um, and Alexis, you can correct me, Oceana, um, in order to help stop the creation of single-use plastics. So up to $300,000 that were spent on Everlane, they were going to match that amount, which wasn't necessarily anti-Black Friday, but I think it was very kind of pro-environmentalism, which was uh, very refreshing to see. 
Yeah, they, I have done that for a few years, I think, since 2014. And I think it's interesting because they also didn't do anything for Cyber Monday. Um, instead, they focused on, um, they have a line of products that is from like a renew line. Basically, it's like sustainably sourced, sustainably made. Um, you can kind of gather that from the name. So they kind of pushed that and are focusing more on sustainable gifting ideas, basically ways to give back by making a purchase, but that's smarter and more conscious. Um, And I think it's interesting to hear you, Nick, talk about how there's kind of this push in the UK for certain retailers to get away from Black Friday. But I feel like in the US, the whole um, issue that a lot of people have with it is that, well, why are we talking about going out and buying all this stuff for ourselves or other people like the day after we're like have this national day of giving <laughs> thanks or even opening up a store on Thanksgiving. So in my mind, it's always been like that it's taking the, the meaning away from both Thanksgiving and Christmas. But it's interesting to hear how that doesn't necessarily have to just do with Thanksgiving in the U.S. That it's kind of, um, you know, meaning or uh, moving elsewhere. Um, the mm. other thing I wanted to point out is that I did see on Black Friday, um, Rent the Runway, they're a rental clothing store. Mm-hmm. here in the US um, obviously you're not really you spend money to have a membership or to rent something once but um, you're not necessarily spending money shopping there as you would elsewhere and they actually sent out emails to their members um, saying like you don't need to shop this Black Friday and basically gave stats about how certain purchases made during the Christmas holiday season end up going to waste or consumers end up buying this amount of stuff that they don't need during the holiday season and how it's actually smarter for you and the environment to rent. So kind of a different, mm. um, a different approach, but similar. Yeah, so you're I not think, wrong. <laughs> good, excellent. No, I did. I, I, yeah, that was interesting to hear. You know, the the idea of after Thanksgiving opening stores. Obviously, that's not a problem we have here in the UK. But I think some of, obviously, a lot of you know the people that did you know run these alternative sales or alternative promotions comes from you know ethically minded or being sustainable. But in general, there's a sort of feeling in the UK retail sector that we don't particularly like Black Friday as a sector. But now it's here. Now it's something we have right. to engage with because, you know, it's not it's not a holiday here um, in the UK. It's just a normal Friday. And for many retailers, you know, in the lead up to Christmas, this would be prime full price selling. But it's introduced a whole, um, you know, promotional period and that is, you know, for many you know, hurt margins for many years. I think actually now the retail sector has kind of got their head around it when, you know, when it blew up in 2014, 2015, there was many retailers that uh, profits fell quite a bit over the period because they just had to jump in with their, you know, their stock that they had, whereas now it's done properly with, you know, stocks brought in, etc. cetera. Uh, but there's still a feeling that, you know, I think uh, as, uh, as it's often said, if we could put the uh, genie back in the bottle in the UK, we probably probably would but you know it's it's one of those things that's not happened and what's interesting is in Europe because it comes so close to Christmas in Europe actually singles day is now becoming more of a um, shopping day you know the, the you know the Chinese um, Chinese shopping holiday um, and we're seeing more that because that gives a nicer break towards Christmas however in the UK uh, that would be 11 11 which is our remembrance day so you know it doesn't fit here so so actually to your point you know extending the period or deals before we see retailers go into black friday sales in the first second weekend uh, of november to try and give that gap towards christmas 
So I want to talk about a retailer that we haven't mentioned yet in this conversation about Black Friday, and that's Walmart, because this was really the, like, the linchpin of Learen's prediction. So let's listen to what Learen predicted before Black Friday. My prediction is that 2019 holiday shopping is going to be the year of Walmart. Um, so there are a few things going in play. The biggest one, as Alexis mentioned, uh, the holiday shopping season is actually significantly shorter than in past years. So because of this, there's going to be a greater priority of peace in mind for consumers through convenient purchases, such as one day shipping or one day delivery and pickup. Um, and products and urgency are going to be the most marketable elements that we're going to see from retailers uh, during Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and the holiday season. And we've seen that Walmart has made significant investments into kind of uh, serving these different elements um, and equipping them to be the strongest for the short season. And we see this through their investment in one day shipping for non-members, which is a direct target to its biggest competitor, Amazon uh, and Amazon Prime. And this also serves consumers that are more product focused versus brand focused. We've also seen investments in other products that are going to help strengthen Walmart, such as their co-brand card with Capital One that will set them up to provide strong cashback rewards surrounding Black Friday and Cyber Monday that we believe we're going to be seeing them uh, put on the forefront of their advertising. So we believe that all of this is going to help leverage Walmart and make them um, as strong as possible uh, to really succeed in this holiday shopping season. So how did Walmart fare this year based on what you've seen thus far? I know it's still, still kind of early, but what do you think? In terms of my prediction, I don't think I'm wrong. I'm not wrong here. Um, I think that, um, you know, even though it's very early, we are still going to see stronger numbers. But even in kind of the um, early reports of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, Walmart has consistently like topped the list of brands that have done very well. You know, it's been a very interesting year um, with the a uh, shorter kind of uh, sale period with the holidays uh, coming in. Um, and I think Walmart really capitalized on their strengths here and really invested properly in order to kind of stay afloat um, during this uh, short sale season. So the first thing um, that we notice here is uh, foot traffic actually decreased about 6% in store year over year. But a lot of in-store surveys kind of report traffic was stronger in Walmart. Um, we don't see any specific numbers quite yet, um, but that is promising to see. And we actually predict that um, this is probably due to the fact that Walmart has really elevated its clicking collect orders. So it's order online and pickup. And we actually see that for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, the click and collect orders um, overall for all retailers have increased 43% year over year. So that really instills the idea that because there is such a short shopping season this year, consumers want more reliable means to get their packages, maybe kind of deriving um, away from the delivery aspect because you do have that threat of stolen packages, them coming late, what have you. Um, and Walmart really capitalized on this element. And I think it served them well and helped drive that in-store traffic for them. Um, the other big element here is the fact that um, they also boosted their digital angle here as well. So we see that out of the big box retailers, 
they were the brand that spent the most the week of Thanksgiving. They spent over $9 million in digital advertising, which is actually more than Amazon, which is crazy to think about considering Amazon is almost exclusively a digital company. Um, And additionally, taking a look at what exactly their strategy was for their digital campaign was wildly interesting. So um, they relied mostly on paid Facebook advertising, highly targeted, um, but their paid Facebook campaign kind of boosted their Black Friday uh, sales in store by incentivizing people to come in store, uh, to come into Walmart early at around 4 p.m. on Thanksgiving uh, so they can be provided snacks and coffee from Walmart before the actual store opens at 6 p.m. for deals. So it's a very interesting way to incentivize people that come into the store and also kind of alleviate that whole like big rush um, that Walmart has been known for uh, for Black Friday shopping as well. So very interesting there. Um, but I think with uh, this in mind, you know, Black Friday or uh, Walmart did do really well in terms of kind of their advertising. And we do see them um, uh, in reports as doing very well for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. But I do think it's worth noting that um, there are clear other winners. And Alexis and Nick, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, you know, other brands that you think uh, you believe have won Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Um, But as Alexis mentioned earlier, Amazon actually reported its biggest sale day ever for Cyber Monday. So which is huge considering like their past Prime Day was considered their biggest sale ever. So they just keep getting better and better, right? Soon they're just doing themselves. They're going to have like a very, very high target to hit next year. (laughs) So, but another brand that I was surprised to see on these lists was Lululemon. Yeah. As constantly mentioned as having the strongest foot traffic and known for having the best deals. I mean, I think they have someone uh, who should be promoted within PR, right? Because they're just left and right within the news. But it was very interesting to see. I mean, my colleagues also mentioned seeing lines going down the block out of the Lululemon stores um, on Black Friday and throughout the weekend. And then the other brand, of course, is Best Buy. So Best Buy, along with Walmart, released one-day delivery, which is a direct attack to Amazon, of course. Um, And similar to Walmart, they leverage kind of digital campaigns to boost their earlier deals. So we saw Best Buy kind of uh, about a week before Thanksgiving promoting deals that would be occurring all throughout the black all throughout Thanksgiving week and of course Black Friday in that weekend which is a similar strategy to what Walmart did as well. So and we also see Best Buy being on the list of performing very well during this time. So what I'm what I'm hearing from everyone is all your predictions are correct and my prediction was that your prediction would be correct. So my prediction is also correct. <laughs> You're welcome. So I think we're just we, not wrong here. Yes, we're all patting ourselves <laughs> on the back. Um, this is a really interesting Black Friday wrap-up. Before we close out the episode, I want to know, did anyone buy anything Black Friday, Cyber Monday that they want to share that they got a really good deal on? Um, I did. I hope my husband is not listening to this podcast. I'm going to tell him not to. Um, he wanted one. Well, actually, he didn't even put this on his list because he didn't give me one. But those Yeti coolers, they're like, and they're oh, expensive. Yeah. And they, they never go expensive. on sale. But Dick's Sporting Goods, thank you. They get 25% off on Black Friday. So I got that. And then... Um, 
I got toys for my niece, Target. They had like all the yep. all the hot stuff. Apparently, <laughs> that's what Target told me. So I mm-hmm. believe them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I told you. <laughs> um, I, well, I'm not going to give one away because I know my girlfriend probably will listen to this. But uh, my stepdad, who definitely won't, uh, he he got on from his uh, wish list. He got a Nutribullet this year, which I got. Is a pro tip for anyone, at least in the UK, Amazon, obviously lots of Black Friday deals, but always gives a blanket discount, 20%, 30% off its warehouse products. And they're obviously cheaper to begin with. And in general, they're just returns. So he got a, it looks perfectly brand new, but he got a warehouse deal, a Nutribullet, and he also got a razor. So <laughs> very exciting for him this year. Um, I'm halfway ashamed to admit that most of my Cyber Monday shopping was through Amazon. <laughs> so um, I took care of most of my family uh, Christmas gifts, but also um, they had a really good deal on this very nice kind of duffel bag that I managed to snap for a white elephant that my family does every year. So, oh. yeah. Well, you all made me feel terrible because I did a lot of Black Friday and Cyber Monday shopping and it was all for me. I don't think I bought oh, any gifts for anyone. Okay. Same here. Okay. <laughs> I did give myself a pair of jeans. Levi's 40 off. 40 off. Yep. Me too. I didn't want to be the only one to be like, well, I bought myself this, but thank you, Dana. Well, happy holidays to me. Um, we would love, listeners, we would love to hear if you think we met our predictions or if we missed our predictions. So you can write us a letter here at 333 West Wacker. Um, we'd love to hear your responses. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast content. We'll be here next week with another holiday episode of Little Conversation. Little Conversation.